Hey, it's me, Dave, <laughs> the Ubermensch. I uh, just got back from running some errands, a um, couple of hours worth of errands, really, which, uh, you know, only in the past two or three days have I been willing to go out and uh, and be gone for that long because I've, you know, been taking care of Laverne because of how bad off she was and, you know, spent a week in the in the pet hospital and then, uh, you know, I, I uh, basically stayed home with her 24-7, except I had to, you know, occasionally go to the store and grab a thing or two. And, uh, you know, for what, a little over a week, you know, from uh, she was in the hospital from Saturday to Saturday and then, uh, you know, I stayed home with her like from Saturday through Saturday and then Monday, you know, so basically a week plus a weekend. Uh, and then Monday, uh, this Monday, I uh, uh, decided that I was confident enough that she would be okay that I went ahead and went to the gym Monday morning, you know, did my workout for the first time. You know, kind of went down in weight on uh, on uh, most of my machines because I didn't want to strain something. <laughs> and then Tuesday, I felt, you know, confident enough that I actually went and uh, drove Uber for half a day um, in, over in, well... <laughs> I headed for Lexington, but then I got a request in Nicholasville, which it's hard to get to Nicholasville unless you're in Lex Lexington. But, uh, you know, I got a good payment for that, you know, because if it's going to take you a while to get to get to your pickup point, you know, you get you get paid something for that, too, not just for uh, hauling them from point A to point B. So. And then I kind of had, in, had kind of had intended to um, go back to the gym again this morning. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is probably going to be my my gym days, and then my injection days because I got to take Laverne in. Well, I don't have to. I can give them to her myself, but it's very uncomfortable both for me and for her, uh, and she uh, squirms away from me. I think because. Maybe the first time that I gave it to her, I did not let the um, medication warm up enough before I injected it under her skin, you know, and it kind of shocked her system or something to have that cold stuff running in. And and she didn't like me sticking something in her. <laughs> and I didn't like it either. I've done it and I can do it if there's some reason they can't do it. I will do it, but, uh, you know, if they, they're not charging me anything, they just, you know, if they just let a tech do it, they don't, they don't, uh, I don't have an appointment with it, with a doctor or anything. I just take it in, in, in a, in, in there in a cooler. And then when I get in there, I take the, take the little bottle out of the cooler so it can warm up a little bit, you know, and I've got my, got a syringe for them to use. Uh, I have to buy my syringes. You know, they're one-use syringes. And uh, 
you know, when a tech is available, then they uh, they come and take her back and, and inject her. I assume they actually do it. <laughs> and, it and it kind of breaks up the day, too, you know, to take her out. And she doesn't seem to mind. She's kind of getting used to being put in the carrier and taken up there. It's kind of becoming a, a normal normal routine for her and for me. And uh, it, it's just... Uh, Buddy, it gets old trying to stay home 24-7. It, um, it, uh, it will make you a little bit crazy. I don't know. There's, I, I, I've been trying, I had been trying to come up with stuff to fill the time, you know, and I, I started binge watching, uh, old reruns of Frasier and Monk on, uh, on this, uh, religious channel that my mom used to work that used to watch uh wljc which is out of Beattyville, kentucky and uh, the uh, call letters uh, wljc stand for wonderful lord jesus christ well they uh they not only have religious programming but they also are an affiliate of cozy tv which has uh reruns of old sitcoms and mysteries and so on uh of course i had seen i've i've seen every episode of frasier before i think but uh, it's kind of been kind of fun watching it again i got i got started uh watching it because you know uh after uh the hour of harvest which is the uh i guess flagship broadcast of this uh religious station they would start having the reruns of Frasier and then um, Roseanne. Roseanne is a little bit late for me. Plus, I kind of, I kind of had rather see um, uh, what would you call it? Um, pretentious uh, social climbing uh, pseudo intellectuals get their come up, come up, and then uh, then to see. Uh, uh, so-called white trash being made fun of, you know, because I kind of come from that background. You know, my son used to tell me, says, Dad, it's very offensive. That term white trash is very offensive to black people. And I said, no shit, it's pretty offensive to white people too. You know, what the heck? <sighs> uh, I don't know. I don't understand why why people can't see two sides of a question. You know, it's like um, if one side has a good point, that means the other side is evil. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, in most cases, uh, the two, two, two sides of the story are both evil. Or they might both be not so bad. You know, you don't have to have polar opposites in on every issue. Well, anyway, my my mom used to watch this show, Hour of Harvest. This this uh, lady that hosts that show, Margaret Drake, has been on there for years and years and years. See, I mean, my mom's been been dead what maybe fifteen years. I, I haven't figured it up. But, you know, something like that. And uh, it had been on forever, you know, when, when she was watching it. 
<laughs> my son was staying with her at the time and um the 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 main main entertainment of this uh, uh of this show is uh uh amateur singing groups from churches around mostly churches there are a few that are a little more professional like there's one out of Manchester oh I can't think what they're called but it really doesn't matter because there are other groups with the same name <laughs> so you can't really identify them but they but they um they do like like the bluegrass style um religious singing you know they have like a banjo and a mandolin and a guitar and a and a bass uh and and one of those um um, electronic upright basses, you know, that, that really don't have a body. They just got the, you know, the strings coming down and, uh, and the fretboard. And, uh, um, it makes them a lot more portable than actually having the big acoustic doghouse part of the, of the bass. Um, but they are really good. They are really good. You know, Frank kind of makes fun of, uh, Christian rock, but, you know, Christian bluegrass has a a very long tradition. I remember when I was growing up and watching Flat and Scruggs on um, on the on one of the Knoxville stations. We only got two stations. I've told this story before about how you know we were kind of down in a valley and we had an antenna up on top of the hill, and if we wanted to change from channel six to channel ten, uh, somebody dad usually would climb the hill. And uh, and turn turn the antenna a little bit uh, so that the the other station would would come in better. And somebody'd have to stand in the living room and and watch the watch the TV and holler to somebody uh, at the window that could yell up the hill and tell them you know hey that that's good or a little bit more or go back a little something and we'd get the, we'd get uh, one of the two stations tuned in to our liking <clears throat> but um anyway uh, we watched flat and scruggs a lot uh, they they were of course originally they were the sidemen for um bill monroe and and the bluegrass boys but then they they split off and formed their own band they had a really good um Dobro player, uh, Josh, something or other. I still remember that little hat he used to wear. But anyway, I, um, so, you know, the, and, and, well, yeah, I was getting into the religious bluegrass. You, you could tell when they were getting ready to do a religious song because they'd take their cowboy hats off, you know, <laughs> lay them down and, and perform, perform the religious stuff bareheaded. And uh, I, st I still, I guess that affected me or something, because when I go to church, uh, when they pray, I take my cap off, you know, and then when they say amen, I put my cap back on. I don't know. I I'm not sure exactly why I do that. I don't think everybody does that. You know, church is pretty informal nowadays. Now, when I was growing up, people would... Um, you know, dress up to go to church, you know. They wanted to show off their finery and they didn't have uh, much other occasion to, to do that other than uh, when they went to church on Sunday. But I always hated that. I, I hated wearing a tie when I was working. 
I don't know. But anyway, <clears throat> so there's some some of these bands are really good. Some of them, not so much, and uh, and they're not. They, they a lot of them are just you know they have maybe a guitar, and maybe a piano, and uh, they like have uh, have like house players or something that that'll sit in with them or something. But uh, but they're they're not professional by any means and uh my, my mom used to sit and watch that and i know it drove my son crazy who was staying with her at the time um uh, because he was like a um he, he was into like speed metal and death metal and stuff like that and uh and my mom is playing this uh playing this old-timey uh church music you know and trying to get him uh and say, well, why don't you play some of this stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, poor, poor babies, both of them, I swear. But anyway, I got, I got started watching Frasier and Monk because, uh, well, Monk would come on before, uh, well, it would come on in the afternoon and, uh, uh, sometimes I'd have that, that station on because I had been watching it the night before, you know, the, uh, after, after the hour of harvest, you know, the, the one that has the, the, uh, the music on it. And they, they had a little something other than music. You know, she would start out with a, uh, a reading, you know, a Bible reading and then, and then, and then have a little prayer. And then they would go to the musical guest and they would play for, I don't know, a little over half an hour probably and then they would uh come over and and sit with her and they would go through the prayer requests that they had received by the phone by phone uh during the musical performance and a lot of times they would have they would have uh musical requests you know to to ask ask them to do such and such a song while they were already done you know performing but i guess they could save that for the next time they was on because you see the same people you know showing up over and over again and you may wonder why i would watch something like that well you know because i guess because it kind of reminds me well first of my mom that used to watch that show and then also of um you know the music that they would do at church when i was growing up and uh, I'm sure that's probably why she watched it too, you know. And she she grew up way long before I did because she was like almost 40 years old when she had me. I was kind of a mistake, I think, because my my uh, my sister, uh, you know, the next sibling up from me, 16 years older than I am, or or was 16 years older than I am. She passed away now. But um, but I, I would come in, you know, when I was driving Uber regularly, I would come in in the evening and sit down. I would watch this show, and then after that went off, they would have uh, they would have the reruns of Frasier and Roseanne. And I already mentioned, you know, that I'd I'd rather watch the pseudo intellectuals get uh, sent up than the uh, so called white trash. But anyway, it was getting kind of late for me anyway to sit up and watch both both episodes of Roseanne. And sometimes I would watch 
the first one, or at least part of the first one before I went to bed. But so I kind of got in a habit of, of watching Frasier. And so uh, I actually set a program, you know, to record all all episodes of Frasier. And I, 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 and I watched a couple of episodes of Monk, which I had never watched before. I, I told you I had seen every episode of Frasier before, I think, but you know, Monk is, 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 is pretty good show. It's, it's, it's a mystery, but it's a comic mystery. Uh, now most sitcoms, I don't think I'd really call it a sitcom, although it has elements of sitcom to it. Um, but most sitcoms are 30 minutes and, and Monk is a 60 minute show. And there are serious parts of this. I mean, uh, the, you know, the, the, one of the, the main setup to this is he's a, he's a former cop who had to quit the force because he had a nervous breakdown after his wife, Trudy, uh, was killed in a car bombing. And, um, you know, the guy is, is totally obsessive, compulsive, and, uh, multiphobic, you know, he's, he has a fear of almost everything. Uh, and, and, you know, they make quite a bit of comic hay out of that, but, uh, uh, which I'm sure, I don't know. I mean, this, this show is not that old. It's early 2000s, but I can't see that being acceptable now, you know, where you're, you're making, you're in effect making fun of people's, um, psychological problems but you know it's a good show I, I'm entertained by it I, I like I like mysteries as a rule because they're as a rule they're not preachy they're not trying to propagandize you it's just pure entertainment uh, just like a sitcom or just like a good sitcom I'm sure there are sitcoms on now that are well there always have been sitcoms on that are that are propagandizing you. You know, if you, if you go back to the life of Riley, for instance, you know, which was first on radio and then on TV. Uh, for a while, it actually had uh, Jackie Gleason as uh, as Riley, but uh, that didn't last long. And then they they went back to the guy that played uh, played Riley on the on the radio. Uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, but but anyway, but they would propagandize you because the the father, the husband, is a total idiot, and everybody else in the family had good sense, you know. So that's how that kind of got started, you know that uh, that men are <laughs> men are idiots, you know, and, and women are are good and uh and intelligent and wise and uh, and and kids even you know the children have more sense than their father i don't know i don't want to get too deep in that because in effect i'm going to propagandize you talking about me being propagandized through my whole life so let's just skip that but I do like mysteries <clears throat> that don't propagandize you, and most of them don't. I do like sitcoms that don't propagandize you, and, and uh, a lot of them don't. But speaking of mysteries, 
one of my outings that I have planned is to go to the $5 movie Thursday night. You know, they have senior night on Thursday night. They're, they're opening the, uh, the new uh, Hercule de Poirot um, movie with uh, Kenneth Branagh. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, who has a totally different mustache than uh, David Suchet, you know, who did all, all the Poirot uh, uh, mysteries on British TV and then, you know, got replayed on whatever it is that does that, A&E or something like that <clears throat> over here. But, uh, oh, I wanted, I got, I got started on Trudy, but on Monk, but, uh, presumably they're going to do a kind of a thing like they did on the, on the, um, the fugitive, you know, where in the final episode or two, he finally catches the one armed man, you know? And so, I saw some of the synopses uh, looking forward and the final episodes of Monk. He apparently is going to find the car bomber that killed Trudy. But anyway, uh, I kind of I uh, had a little hiccup there. I need to get back to the movie, the Kenneth Branagh uh, Hercule Poirot movie is, is called A Haunting in Venice. And I was glad to see this come along because I, I I saw the first one um murder was it murder on the orient express yeah um murder on the orient express was the first one and then they, and then they did death on the nile uh but you know the source material for those two especially the orient express is so familiar you know you could practically talk along with this but a haunting in venice uh, is not a, a Christie book. It's 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 a, it's based on a Christie short story that um, called something different, Halloween Night or or something like that. And and this seems like they're they're kind of uh, uh, bringing this out for the Halloween season. And it's kind of a uh, not just a straight detection story, but it has elements of horror in it and. I was kind of intrigued by by it. I saw the trailer, and it reminded me of um, the stories that uh, that Frank was telling about him and and Denise staying in in Venice, or or him and Dennis staying in Venice, because their name Dennis and, and Venice are spelled the same way. But uh, anyway, you know where they stayed in the. Um, the spooky um, theater B and B with all the doors and all the locks and all the keys and so on, and then they were like wandering through the um, uh, the little narrow alleyways of Venice in the evening, uh, guided only by their GPS. Uh, you know, I've been been following the whole trip that. They're they're back now. I'm I'm assuming. Uh, I just listened to um, uh, the fifth installment, um, the final installment, and they were heading out, you know, to come home, to come back to Joyzy. Um, 
but you know, I followed it. I followed the whole thing, you know, like from the very beginning when they uh, they uh, um, had landed in Munich, and <laughs> he was talking about Joanne Flug and how Flug means fly, uh, and I, I was reminded of the uh, the old um, airline commercials that uh, that they had uh, back in the I guess early seventies. Whereas they say, I'm, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm misty, fly me. I have flights nonstop to um, Miami, you know, all this. And I was thinking, hi, I'm Joanne, flug me nonstop to Munich, you know. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if the, if the, if they had a German version of, of, uh, of those commercials that uh, where they were talking about flug me instead of fly me. But my favorite part of the whole trip, I think, is when Frank tries to kill Denise <laughs> on the ski lift, you know, because he pretends that, you know, he doesn't see the bar, you know, to hold her in, uh, hold her into her seat. And, and so they, they're like going up in the ski lift unsecured, you know, where, where if she gets too nervous, she's going to just pop right out of there and, and uh, fall to her death. <sighs> I, I know, it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's it's funny. The, what I think is funny about it is that, uh, you know, there's uh, what would have happened if if that had happened is, is they're going to prosecute Frank, you know, because he... He like uh, did not secure his wife and keep her from falling to her death. Uh, anyway, I'm coming up on a on a half hour, and I, I had planned to do a half hour show. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing these or not. Lenny, stop that! Lenny is out here tapping on the door trying to get in. I've got Laverne's food in here, and he he is crazy about the wet food. You know, she gets this nice wet canned cat food because she's on the KD diet, the, the kidney diet, and she won't eat the, the dry version of KD. And it's better for her to eat the canned version anyway because it has more moisture in it. And when she gets more water that way, which is which is better for her health, her kidney health. But, you know, he managed to pushed the door open one time I didn't get it totally latched and came in here and found out what she was eating and gobbled up as, you know, as much as he could of it. And now he's crazy. He's crazy about it. And he's out there clawing at the door trying to get in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do this. I'm going to want to keep doing this series or not. I'm afraid it's keeping me from doing sermons, which is, you know, what I consider my most important show here. But but sermons is is requires a lot more work than uh, than this show because I'm just rambling basically. I'm uh, sermons is is somewhat scripted and 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 at least heavily outlined. And this time I do have a little outline for this episode, but sometimes I just wing it uh, on the on the Ubermensch, you know, go in even without an outline. And uh, it's just a lot quicker and a lot easier to do 
you know, a lot, lot less labor intensive, but I need to get back to doing sermons because I want to um, finish up the Torah at least, you know, before I wrap it up. And I, there are other parts of the Bible I want to get to too, but you know, it's just hard to, uh, to concentrate lately on those. And so this has, I guess, been kind of a nice break to do these Ubermensch episodes. So I, I think maybe I'll try to hold off on doing any more of these for a while until, until I have done another episode of sermons at least. And, um, but I'll be back. I'll, I'll, I'm sure you notice that I'm sounding better, you know. So I kind of got over all my, uh, well, I'm going to get off of here. Listen to that cat. I guess I'm going to wrap it up. So I will, uh, talk at you next time. So until the next time. This is the Ubermensch, Dave in Kentucky, signing off.